and welcome to Activating Sustainability, the Anthesis Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Peterson. We're recording this in late July, as parts of the world are starting to emerge from the initial phase of COVID-19, while others are very much still in it. Further, we're really encouraged to see the continued momentum around racial injustice. We are personally listening, learning, and reflecting on our shortcomings in these areas and how to improve going forward. We sincerely hope everyone is staying safe, engaged, and that you're all keeping well. With all that said, I'm really pleased today to be joined by my Spanish colleagues, Joanna Suarez, Transaction and Finances Ibera Director, and Mikael Rubio, Business Development Director. They're going to help me to unpack the details and opportunities within the new European Green Deal. I'm really excited to dig into one of the early models of what Build Back Better might look like. Joanna and Mikael, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Chris. Many thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much, Chris. Really looking forward to this conversation today to learn a little bit about the new European Green Deal and kind of what that looks like. And maybe to start us off uh, for individuals like myself that have seen the headlines, but maybe haven't dug into the content. Could you describe a little bit about kind of what is it? Kind of what is it shaping up to be, etc. Okay, so uh, I will start just uh, in a very general description of the what is the uh, this European Green Deal, and then we can go into more detail if you if you feel like. Um, so, for instance, the the European Green Deal aims to transform this uh, the twenty seven country block uh, from a high to a low carbon uh, economy. And the aim is that we will not, or the, the European Union doesn't want to reduce prosperity. What they want is to improve people's quality of life uh, to a kind of better uh, health and thriving natural world. So I don't see the, the new Green Deal as a framework uh, or even as a treaty or an agreement. I think it's a really set of concrete actions that uh, aims to very specific climate goals. This is not something that goes from just one particular sector, but I, but it includes several action areas that goes from energy, both the supply and the use of energy, from the construction industry, mobility, uh, also related to agriculture and the preservation of biodiversity, aiming for zero pollution and an environment uh, free of toxic substances. So. I think it's very it's a it's a very broad and a very large um, concept that uh, it will work through a framework of regulations and legislation that will set clear targets. Uh, basically, and being very uh, very very straightforward, it's uh, it's uh, it's the goal is to have a net zero carbon emissions by twenty fifty. So it's uh, it's it's a really important uh, and ambitious goal. About this new framework, uh, the other thing that is interesting uh, for the for people and uh, different uh, governments of the country is because uh, with uh, this uh, new green deal, uh, a new jobs will be created. No, because the new European Green Deal uh, wants uh, to uh, promote uh, sustainability actions. No, but uh, in this way, uh, it uh, will be necessary. Uh, stop about um, contamination and other activities. No? New proposals to create a new uh, jobs models, no? because uh, in some uh, regions it would be necessary 
to change the economical model and the organization of the, these areas. No? For the reason it's so interesting, uh, how or which kind of uh, jobs will be created in the future. Yeah, it's fascinating and really encouraging to think about kind of an actual model out there. I know there's been lots of talk recently about this concept of Build Back Better. And just curious kind of how you see everything fitting together with the decisive decade, kind of the pandemic, kind of the calls for Build Back Better and how the New Green Deal kind of fits into, into those different pieces, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that's the $1 million question at the time, because, you know, the, the, the Green Deal was, um, was presented in December 2019, um, way before all the, the pandemic uh, issue uh, was urged uh, in the European Union. And so this is uh, with, the, with the COVID-19. Of course, this was kind of uh, uh, <laughs> an area where the focus is now on, on this pandemic and how to solve and how to stop all the, 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 the waves that we are seeing that are, are becoming or restarting in, in different locations. So it's, it's important that, um, that, that, we, that, of course, that the politicians and the societies focus on that. On the other hand, I think this uh, this pandemic was also uh, a way to show that we can uh, we can act together and we can uh, start changes. Um, so this is this is I think this is a good uh, starting point point for the the Green Deal to be uh, focused on on that because it's a change of paradigm and we need to change uh, the way that we uh, act on our policy making or in the in our society. So even though the financial market is being under uh, an immense stress um, that, that, that goes with the reduction of economic activity, uh, the European Green Deal may, may actually be a, a door of opportunities because it can help to uh, and can be used to recover uh, and to create a new, this new framework and this new action lines. Related this one, maybe uh, the pandemic, maybe it's a, a big opportunity to activate no, the, the new Green Deal. I don't understand the, the solution without uh, to promote sustainability, no? because we, we want to uh, achieve a, pand a zero pandemic. No? We, we need to uh, improve uh, pollution in this month for this reason. It's linked the pandemic uh, COVID-19 with the sustainability, you know. Um, for example, this week, you no, know, this week uh, in Europe, uh, the governments uh, are discussed about uh, which is the new funds to uh, achieve the solution about the pandemic, you know. And in this solution, uh, in this moment, it's near uh, seven uh, five hundred uh, million euros. Uh, at more or less, a uh, thirty-five percent of this uh, this amount will be necessary to include the uh, sustainability criteria. No? For this reason, both uh, topics are linked with them. I mean, what's fascinating to me is kind of experiencing this moment of the pandemic and kind of, you know, if in January somebody had asked, like, is sustainability going to remain a priority if six months from now we're going through this incredible kind of global experience? You know, I, I would have said there's even odds. Um, but it's been amazing to see kind of that commitment, if you will, and kind of the European Union taking that first step, the first shot across the bow of 
really putting funds behind that commitment um, around sustainability. And just kind of curious if this was a surprise to the two of you, if this has been a surprise to your clients and your colleagues in Europe, or kind of does this just kind of fit with kind of practice or what you would have expected in the circumstances? If you if we look from a perspective, from a from an history perspective, um, this uh, this 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 idea of the European uh, New Green Deal, it's something that was already um, in, in different situations, but has already been implemented. I mean, in the US, in in 1929, this was uh, something, the New Deal, right, was like one of the strategies that uh, Roosevelt used to, to recover or rescue the, the, the U.S. economy from the Great Depression. So, in again, in 2008, this was also something that was uh, tried or launched by the, by the United Nations on the Global Green New Deal that was kind of a response to the 2008 crisis. So basically, this is this the European um, Green Pact is 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 something that has been part or embedded within the European policy as well. Because if we look between the nineties and two thousand and eighteen, uh, the European Union had already some targets to establish to reduce the greenhouse gases emissions, okay, by twenty three percent at the time. The thing is that the needs arise that we will not be able to commit and to continue in the same way. We need to be more ambitious. So this would necessarily be an answer to, to growth uh, European Union and to growth economy of the, the, the European Union. So it was not a surprise because it's something that has been uh, been worked on and it's something that is particular this, this new parliament and the uh, and this new uh, political political context that 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 is now the, the European Commission is something that has been worked on. It's something that it comes from a, a large history. It's not something that was taken out of the box. So with the pandemic, I think that they had a way of uh, reinforce this uh, this commitment. And of course, there are some skepticism. There, not all the European leaders were comfortable or will be comfortable because we have different economies that work and are more or less dependent on 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 certain not so sustainable uh, uh, industries or activities that will need to, to 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 really imply a really big transition from what is uh, business as usual to this ambitious green green uh, objective. So, personally, I was not surprised. I would be surprised if they would not keep the promise that that, that the mandate that they initiated uh, with this uh, with this policy so surprising would be that if they would beverage this um, or damage this uh, this uh, commitment i don't know how you see it Nikki. no i i agree with you because for example in my case i will understand uh, for example in the recovery plan not include the sustainability of the green deal commitment no because it's necessary to achieve to uh, this commitment to recovery uh, European region, no? Because in this moment we need to improve a lot, no? For this reason, is is the best moment to apply our commitment to fix in the in December. Sure, the, the economic situation in, in the different countries it's it's a problem, no? But we need to recovery, and the question is. Recovery in a traditional uh, model, or we can hit now 
and promote a, a, a green model, no? For this reason, I think that, uh, that a lot of countries, uh, and not only the governments, eh, uh, in our in our sector, no, and we are uh, assess a lot of uh, private companies. Uh, a lot of them ask us about the how the uh, the new green deal uh, will be applied. No, uh, they want to uh, participate and collaborate with this new green. Our commitment in thesis, we want to activate no the, the sustainability. It's a, a fantastic uh, commitment and objective because we can do and real answer no and to promote the sustainability around no and and one other thing about the new green deal is that, that in December the the commission said about the, at least one trillion euros needed to be found over the the new, the new green deal no uh, the biggest part come from the the European Union budget but the the other part from uh, comings from the private investment no it's need to promote and to move this uh, this private in, uh, invest in this point we are interested to promote and in this moment we are uh, giving a different uh, solutions our clients to promote this uh, this action yeah actually i was really it was that was a good topic because when i when when i have some talks with clients and i see what they are and i, I normally start to explain the the activator journey uh, that we have in antesis so the analyzing the solution and the implementation and i think it's very it's quite parallel to the, what the european commission has been trying to do it, it's definitely an analysis because each country in the european union will have different uh, ways or patterns to, to to adjust and to to commit with this uh, with this deal. The solutions we need to find solutions because we can just not have goals without thinking on which solutions we can actually uh, be are feasible and will be able to be implemented. So, in different sectors, okay, and and you really need to take into account also what what Miguel was saying is about the the, the financing, right? Because this is. I don't think the, the 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 deal. It's it's only about financing. It's not just uh, se sending money for, for the country. It's it's more than that because part of this uh, uh, trillion uh, will need to come from also from the the private sector. So our clients are also wondering how how can be actually these solutions can be then on this third stage be implemented. So this, I think this is what makes uh, really important that all the, the society understands that it's not only about um, uh, concepts, it's really about implementation and finding the right solutions based on the analysis to be, uh, to be defined. Uh, in the first week of July, uh, was approved the, uh, the new European taxonomy. Okay, this is a new instrument that uh, could be to define when uh, when when an investment is uh, sustainable or not sustainable. No, uh, it's interesting this tool because uh, in the financial sector, uh, sometimes it's asking us about uh, you can uh, help us uh, to decide or to choose uh, which is the best uh, sustainable investment. No, 
in this case, we are uh, talking about uh, uh, one instrument to, uh, to facilitate which is the best way to invest. No? For this reason, uh, the Commission is uh, promote a new green deal through this new tool. Great. And maybe could you unpack that a little bit in terms of, you know, maybe a little bit more on that tool or how organizations can start to evaluate how they contribute to this and kind of that idea that's been really interesting to hear from the two of you of kind of how the European Union is looking to activate kind of the investment community within that space and, and pull in that private sector kind of collaboration or investment. From Antes is the, the best practice in, uh, in to promote no? this, uh, this new activator is the, um, the new structure created the uh, name at uh, Anthesis Ventures, no? because uh, in Anthesis, we created Anthesis Ventures uh, to promote uh, these uh, new technologies uh, that, that in this moment uh, betting for sustainability actions. No? Uh, we want to uh, activate and we want to offer no at the end of the our activator journey no in the implementation stage uh, a different solutions to implement a real sustainability no we want to promote uh, these new uh, technologies these new solutions uh, to create uh, this new paradigm about the new green deal yeah and i think also, I think it's, yeah, the, the interesting part about Synthesis Ventures, I think it's that we, we, we aim to, to maximize, let's say, uh, uh, the, the creation of these partnerships or uh, to, to support like uh, early to growth stage companies, right, that want to, that have really uh, in place solutions that can be straightforward implemented and used. So I think this is the really um, exciting part because it's really about implementation and it's great if you can go for uh, if you can uh, go to a client and uh, just provide them with this uh, with these types of solutions that are already working and will be supporting them on uh, achieving their their goals also for the the financial sector that for them it's also important that they they see uh, results that they see that um, uh, there, there, there are indeed solutions, and if they support the solutions, it's a, an investment opportunity that will uh, reveal, uh, that will give revenues and uh, will uh, improve their uh, performance. So I think this is it's it's an important part of this uh, all this uh, uh, pack that we need to take into account and see it definitely as. A, uh, as an opportunity, it's also a big part of educational because sometimes we need to educate uh, ourselves and 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 our clients uh, to to see the opportunities behind the behind all the the curtain, uh, which sometimes are not easy, but it's uh, that's that's why we we exist. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and really interesting when you kind of marry that up, as you said, Joanna, with the kind of three stages of Anthesis Activator, right? Like doing the analytical work, identifying those solutions, and then, as you said, ultimately driving that implementation. You know, when you combine that with that idea of how do we drive those investments, such as Anthesis Ventures or within the EU model of like driving those early stage technologies, whatever it may be, it's really exciting to see how all that fits together um, in a logical sequence. So maybe, 
you know, just before we, we look to, to wrap up, you know, Johnny, you mentioned kind of that the goal of net zero by 2050, which lots of organizations, <laughs> countries, et cetera, talk about, but really interested to hear maybe unpacking that a little bit of what do you see as some of the key, key elements within the new European Green Deal that are driving that, that are going to be key to being able to achieve that going forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, the, yeah. Basically, this is this is um, uh, this is important to that. I see as I, I was I was mentioned before. I, I see this uh, like in the different stages. If we see this by stages, like it's a stage approach to this because you cannot just simply say to uh, there's not going to be any uh, any more uh, gold mines uh, in Europe. Okay. You need to actually think how are you going to make this transition. Uh, so uh, to to comply with this uh, with these measures, you need to you really need to 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 to, to give opportunities and to create this new uh, the new jobs. Uh, I don't know. For instance, of course, that that high tech companies will be a big will have a big bust and and. Uh, with also with the pandemic, we saw that we we saw that need uh, in many ways. So there's going to be uh, it has to be a further development on on these fields to to implement all the the measures and the steps that uh, are defined. Great, thanks, Mikael. Anything you would add to that? For uh, for the end, no. Maybe it's necessary to um, to remark about the. If the companies want to achieve, no, for example, you you mentioned before, no, the, the net zero, uh, the new green deal uh, wants the same, no. For this reason, it's necessary to achieve and to implement new uh, new technologies and implement a new uh, business model, no. And the unique solution is the green business, no. We need to promote uh, this uh, some uh, business that in this moment uh, are creating, but maybe in the next years appear, no? Because, for example, in this moment is uh, the moment of the biotechnology, no? Because the biotechnology combine, no? The biologists and the, the new solutions, and we need to change some uh, structure of uh, the European version and maybe the rest of the world, no? Because the the, the new European Green Deal is not only the solution for Europe. I think it's the message for all the world, no? Because it's interesting to apply it not only here uh, in Europe. Uh, we need to apply the rest. Well, that that is a great kind of summary closing statement, um, and we'll probably do across the board. But uh, maybe just any kind of final thoughts from the two of you in terms of you know how organizations should be thinking about this new European Green Deal and what it means for them and maybe one or two kind of initial steps they might consider to take advantage of it or to get engaged with it or to kind of respond and adapt to this new reality. Yeah, uh, well, I think organizations left definitely need to see it as uh, an opportunity to create new, uh, new economic opportunities, new investment opportunities. On the other hand, also a way of helping uh, citizens and business to to cut CO two emissions because we do have a, an issue and we 
we do need to reduce those. At, at the same time, we, we need to lower, uh, we can lower our energy uh, bills so we can promote renewable energies. Um, on the financial side, we can ask our financial institution, institutions to invest in environmental friendly technologies um, to make a, to make all uh, to make all the technologies more uh, environment uh, friendly to make it more efficient to uh, to make it more profitable even um, and we need to think that this is not just a, a this is not only a matter of the European Union. This is something, as, as Mikael was saying, about the, the global. It's about the globe, the global attitude, and ensuring that the future generations will actually uh, be able to to take the most of our uh, planet and to take the most of our natural resources in a sustainable way. So, yeah, exciting to think about it as a seed fund for, for what is coming out of here. So thank you both very, very much for your time and insights on this. Uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you all very much for listening. We really appreciate your time. Hope everybody is staying safe and taking care of yourselves and each other. Um, please feel free to reach out to any of us, uh, Joanna Suarez, Mikel Rubio, or myself at anthesisgroup.com. And then speaking with Joanna and Mikel, uh, they had flagged some really valuable EU resources on kind of understanding what is available in uh, the overall uh, Green New Deal. So we will include all of those emails and those resources in the uh, description and encourage you to check it out. So thank you all again. Stay safe, keep well, and we'll talk to you soon.